welcome to today's podcast titled Wildfires and Global Climate Changes. I'm your host, Gemma Benton. Today with me, we have Anna Mancheski, who will be talking on the topic of the reality of climate change. So tell me about yourself, Anna. What started your interest in wild, like, wildland firefighting? Well, it started out right after high school. I was a team player. I loved soccer, liked the environment, and had no clue what I wanted to do. I like the garden, I like to go outside, all my friends have dogs, and it was in 2011 when I went back to college um, for wildland fire certificates and to become a law enforcement officer at the time, that's what I wanted to do, but in 2011 I couldn't find a job, so I got hired on by those Michigan DNR, and then I made my way to the Forest Service, all thanks to a bad fire, did a back burn, on a refuge and took off, off to the races, and I was hired instantly because there was not any females in the office I got hired into in Escanaba. Tell me a little bit more about your work experience. Where have you worked? When? No, I started out in 2012. That was my first fire season. I worked at the Mackinac Bridge in Michigan. It was called St. Agnes. There's Rayco, there's the Hiawatha, and all I did is assist the brush truck. So I sat on call, paid full time. It's a really good gig for a college student. And it led me to a bigger season because in 2013, I applied for my next job. I ended up, it was awesome. I ended up getting a job in Durango, Colorado. And then I and ended up switching me to the Bayfield office because they needed more help. It turned out being a bad fire season. They had the Black Forest Fire, went to New Mexico, got to see the Fort Corners, got to see Arizona, Utah, and I was paid. I got I made thirteen thousand dollars in three summers. I was able to pay off my first student loan debt in one summer. I've never been able to make that much money since. Wow, impressive. Sounds like you've had a lot of experience with firefighting, nature. So let's dive into our topic about climate change. So how would you describe climate change? Well, climate change to me used to mean the world is changing, people are bad, and there's nothing we can do about it. But what I actually learned about is our hemispheres create your seasons. And throughout time, even when the dinosaurs were supposedly around, there's a natural life cycle, which is determined by historical recordings, which we find in ice samples. And our Earth is divided into spheres that creates our hemispheres. And the ozone layer is your atmosphere, and that surrounds your gases. And so it's just the shifting of the season. So Antarctica is cold, equator moves a little bit, now you start to shift the patterns. So the real question is, is what's causing it? We have an idea. Why is it happening? We have an idea, but we really don't know the long-term effects. And some people say that we're still in the life cycle of climate change due to, what is it, the ice age? It's still ice age effect. So these are just theories as a social scientist now and environmentalist that's putting the ties together because there is a problem, but nobody knows what the solution is. Mm -hmm. 
So there's a lot of controversy about the topic of climate change and about it being real. So when did you personally start realizing that climate change is real? It was in 2013. I was on my very first fire in Canyon City, Colorado. And I looked at my boss, I'm like, oh boy, there used to been a fire here. He goes, there is no fire that's been in this woods and not in for a long time. I'm like, well, that's funny. How come the trees are dead? That's when I found out about the European invasive insect, which is called the European, I believe it's a, they have the pine beetle, they have the bark beetle, which is, they're all subcategory of the pine beetle in the West, in New Mexico, Texas, but then the European version came over, and it's attracted by moisture, so there's moisture buildup, so the insects are the vectors, they eat the trees, they settle on the trees because of the moisture, and then they kill the trees, and then the next ones move in. So you have three or four different invasive beetles with the native beetle that's already there, and the tr ecosystems don't have enough time to catch up, and as our ecosystems are changing in weather, the bugs are actually getting into these higher elements. And so then when a lightning strikes, there are monsoon seasons out west in Colorado, California, the firefighters are going into higher and higher elevations to put out fires. When I understood that with my own eyes, that's when I'm like, oh, climate change is a concern. Thank you. So what strengthened your values about climate change? In <clears throat> excuse me, in 2015, there was a bad fire season in Alaska. They started recording in Alaska in 1940s. It's about 80 years ago. The Bureau of Land Management and the Alaska Fire Service, they went and um, put this data together. Supposedly in 2015, that was the worst, second worst ever recorded fire season they had about I think it was 6.2 million acres burn. Prior to that, I, it was a little bit more. Can't remember what year. I think it was in 2004 was the first. But there's been a trend that it's getting worse. And when I was in Alaska, I learned that there is permafrost, which is the sublayer between the soil and then like your deeper soil, and then that's actually called moss. They caught the, I call it tundra turf. That was the slang. That's not the proper term for it. But the moss is the, it's the Arctic moss. Then you got the permafrost and that layer is frozen. But as the dry air sets in and it loses moisture, when that happens in, it becomes almost a cigarette. So the top layer is moist and wet. The bottom layer closest to the deeper soil is dry. So if one lightning starts, hits the tree, the roots are buried in the soil. So actually the roots are burning below the soil. That's actually how these bigger fires are starting. It's because these fires start one year, they're still going on throughout. They actually don't actually get put out. So in order to put out these fires in Alaska, you have to dig down into the soil hard. And Alaska's area is wilderness. There's some areas now in Fairbanks that are getting developed in Anchorage but this is territory that I mean I watched 
helicopters and drop food in, but these are military planes dropping in bulldozers in the middle of the woods. They didn't, then after the fire's put out, then the struggle is how do you get the equipment out? That's true. So if you could change one thing about the world today, what would it be? I would like to teach people that climate change, uh, climate change is real, but it's only a matter of time when we're going to be seeing more rise in water, there's more issues with insects, but just the, the self-awareness of climate change. It's not saying that you have to believe it because I am questioning the theory too with the natural cycles as the science end of it, but actually seeing and working in it, I'm seeing the effects because when you are like flying over Anchorage like I did in a helicopter and you see white caps floating, this is the first time that I've ever seen it and this is the last time I've ever seen it, but I am questioning <laughs> why in June there's so much open water. When I was in school, this is supposed to be the cold, one of the coldest places on Earth besides Antarctica, but it's not normal to see lots of fire at odd parts of the year in Alaska. I mean, that's the Boreal Forest, and now we're seeing it in Wisconsin, Canada, and even in the UK, they're getting the same issue with the beetles the higher elements burning, bad weather, floods. So it's kind of a cycle. And that's the scary thing with climate change. All the continents could balance out to an average degree. So that's gonna make a global crisis. So just the self-awareness on the different perspectives of climate change is what I want the real message to be. Excellent. So how did the realization of climate change inspire you personally? Well, seeing climate change has really influenced me to the point where I actually went back to college because of it. Um, I lost my job, kind of was debating on what I wanted to do, and I really felt passion between helping others, helping people, becoming a firefighter, had the law enforcement drive, and I really liked the environment. And that brought me into social science and kind of mixing into ecology. I just finished the season with the Wisconsin DNR working in forestry. Learned all kinds of stuff about invasive species and the endangered species. And it's set a new goal. And all I want to do is inspire other people about natural resources and hopefully help determine what the best solution is and collaborating with believers and non-believers. And one goal is the self-awareness of globalization with our other countries and try to just figure out how to help each other. All right, well, those are all the questions that I have for you. Thank you for telling us about your experiences with climate change. It was very enlightening and eye-opening. Thank you.